It's Monday. It's March 14th. And it's Pi Day, 314. So the word of the day is pi, which means the ratio of a circle's circumference to its diameter. Used in a sentence. God's not great at math, so the Bible got pi wrong by a good amount. According to First Kings, we should celebrate Pi Day on March 0th, because they have it as three. (laughs) See, when, now once again, I'm hungry for key lime ratio. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Pi's one of those things that, like, doesn't sound true, but just because I don't understand it. Anyways, I think we should ban it from schools. <laughs> Done. <laughs> no illusions. I'm Eli Bosnick. I'm Heath Enright. And broadcasting delayed from America's Far Center, we are the Skeptocrats. On this week's episode, the court system tells Fox News to go tuck itself. A <laughs> lot of conservatives consider a truck convoy to protest high gas prices. <laughs> And Rudy Giuliani unzipped his face again, so there's gonna be a flying spider. <laughs> but first, it's the rest of the intro music. Joining me for headlines tonight are my fellow skeptic rats, No Illusions, and Eli Bosnick. Gentlemen, spring's almost here. You guys have any travel plans coming up soon? Maybe somewhere north and great and white, perhaps, maybe in May of this year? Oh, you wouldn't be setting up the god-awful movies live in Toronto on May 7th, would you, Heathleton? All I'm saying is better not be fucking white in May or I'm coming back. I'm leaving. We're not doing it. Hey, by the way, it's going to be pretty white. Hey, Canada, this is your shot at live shows, you syrup-slurping bastards. You've been bitching at us to do a live show up north for six years. If I get a bunch of these, oh, I'll see you when, I see, when you come to Skaguchuan tweets, I will send the truckers back to you. All right? All the sales I'm seeing are from Americans. Are you going to be outfanned by Americans, Canada? Because I will cook trans fats on stage in front of you if you are outfanned by Americans. I know of at least two... Canadian ticket purchases already. Jordan and Jenny, ooh, what's yeah, up? But we don't know them, right? Teams. We've never met them before. No, we have. I've, I've met both of them. They're delightful. I played Scrabble Live with Jenny. One of us won. In our lead story tonight, <laughs> the American legal system might have a couple of flaws. It might. Maybe, you know, the odd unfair outcome from time to time. What the hell you maybe, say? Maybe the occasional Supreme Court getting stacked with Christian right lunatics for the rest of my entire life. Uh, Maybe you should have voted for Hillary Clinton. Maybe it's entire history tainted by white supremacists in power. Um, But Oh, by the way, if you're listening in Florida right now, probably just turn yourself in. You just broke a law. But once in a while, we get the perfect court thingy, and that's happening right now. Fox News and several of its piece-of-shit personalities are being sued for defamation by Smartmatic. That's the electronic voting systems company that may or may not have teamed up with the ghost of Hugo Chavez to steal the 2020 election (laughs) for Joe Biden. Fox News filed motions to dismiss, but the judge ruled last week, almost exact quote, no, no, I really want to see this. It's honestly sexual for me at this point. It's sexual. I would like to see this. Also, it's sexual for Heath from that podcast. He really wants to see that. We're we're going through with the cases. Yeah, podcast listener, we're not saying the legal system is good or the legal system works, but sometimes it is good and works, and when it does, it's delicious. Well, right, because in this instance, Fox made the mistake of wrongly going after wealthy white people. 
right? So it, when it's wealthy white yep. people versus wealthy white people, the courts have no other metric to judge by other than the truth. Right. Then you just you have to just do a court thing yeah. at that point. Just I hear regular. that's what they're calling the case. Wealthy white people <laughs> v. wealthy white people. <laughs> so the $2.7 billion lawsuit Jesus. was originally filed just over a year ago, and the complaint was 285 pages long. Defendants named were Fox Corporation, Fox News, Lou Dobbs, Maria Bartiromo, Janine Pirro, Rudolph Giuliani, and Sidney Powell. So just without any other context or information, I feel like the answer is guilty. Like, you know, we're <laughs> done, right? Like, this is prima facie, fuck your facia, like, done. Those are guilty people and corporations I just named. But, yeah, we have a whole system of laws, blah, 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 nerd. So... The complaint did that. They went with the laws. They very clearly explained how those defendants were involved in breaking the law. Specifically, according to the law, it's illegal defamation if a news program tells a very giant lie with, quote, reckless disregard for a statement's truth or falsity. And that's that's the Fox News business model. That's their (laughs) coat of arms right there. So. The complaint gave a detailed list of the giant lies told on Fox News by those defendants. That includes the claim that Smartmatic is a Venezuelan company founded by corrupt dictators like Hugo Chavez, the claim that Smartmatic technology was hacked for the purpose of election fraud, and the claim that Smartmatic software sent votes to foreign countries to get counted wrong like in metric or something i don't know what it means what they think they mean they sent votes elsewhere mike mike lindell had a a map of the world yeah with little, well, like, you can see arky things going to like <laughs> germany for no reason to back whatever that's the claim so now fox news has to prove those things are true that they said or at least prove they're stupid enough to believe those things might be true and yeah the second thing does fit them nicely but we will get to hear them do that. They will yeah. have to show that they're stupid enough to believe it. Well, but but if anybody can pull off the you'd be amazed by how stupid we are defense, <laughs> they right? Might, they might do it. Mr. Carlson, you don't need to wear a dunce cap while you're on the stand. And he's just like, uh, <laughs> my legal counsel has advised me that I do, I in do, fact, actually. need to wear it. <laughs> there was a different judge told me that I had to do that. By the way, we cannot just glaze over prima facie fuck your fascia i just that was that was brilliant just just, it almost (laughs) snuck in there we have to like at least acknowledge how brilliant that was thank you circling back puns okay another important detail here the defamation suit was filed in new york concrete jungle where dreams are made of so when fox news filed their motion to dismiss the person in charge of ruling on that was new york supreme court judge david b cohen of the first judicial circuit in new york city and his ruling was <laughs> fuck you no <laughs> but you know with with latin stuff no we're not prima facie fuck your fascia yeah prima facie fuck your fascia we're not dismissing sadly he did have to throw out the cases against specifically janine Pirro and Sidney powell on technicalities Pirro because she didn't technically accuse smartmatic of a crime and powell because New York doesn't have jurisdiction. I I honestly assume she just reached some kind of judicial limit of concurrent legal actions against, right? Like there's, there's just like, they're like, I'm sorry, there's only so much room on the fucking paper, right? So. <laughs> Very possible. But 
the rest of the cases against the other defendants moving forward. And Judge Cohen made it pretty clear that Fox News is going to have a tough road ahead. He basically explained how epistemology works to a news (laughs) corporation in a ruling. And it's fucking beautiful. According to Cohen, quote, even assuming that Fox News did not intentionally allow this false narrative to be broadcasted, there is a substantial basis for plaintiff's claim that at a minimum, Fox News turned a blind eye to a litany of outrageous claims about plaintiffs unprecedented in the history of American elections so inherently improbable that it evinced a reckless disregard for the truth, end quote. In other words, come on, guys, nobody is that stupid. Nobody's that stupid. <laughs> yeah. Well, but, but I, honestly, he, he pretty much goes further than that, right? It's more like, like, okay, but even if you were just that stupid, we would still have to have a law against being <laughs> right. that stupid. Yeah. I did it. No, yeah. I couldn't drive with my eyes closed. Yeah, man, yeah, still illegal. Right. Yeah. There you go. We have to have a law because of people like you that, yes, that is all as dumb as that. Yes. Also illegal. And here's my favorite part of this whole thing. The downfall of Fox News in this case might be the journalistic rigor of Tucker Carlson. Stay with me. Stay with me. (laughs) I'm not having a stroke. I will explain. Following the election of 2020. Those defendants were constantly making these outrageous claims. And Carlson asked a couple questions about it on the air, which was a couple too many. He went on the air and explained that he offered Sidney Powell a chance to present her evidence of election fraud and be on his show, which is the biggest show on Fox and the biggest news show in the country. Terrifying. She said no and never gave him any evidence. According to Tucker, quote, Powell never demonstrated that a single actual vote was moved illegitimately by software from one candidate to another, not one, end quote. He also added that when he invited her on, she got weirdly angry and defensive and told him to stop contacting her. Carlson also reached out to the Trump campaign and they told him they were not aware of any evidence for the conspiracy being presented by Powell and those other defendants. So given all that, Judge Cohen's ruling specifically mentioned that Fox News was clearly aware of the very obvious lying pretty sure we're gonna have to find you guilty good luck but uh you know we're going through with this i want to see this again just to repeat it's very sexual for me and heath right like somewhere though deep down tucker knew that the one true thing he'd ever said was gonna come back and bite him right (laughs) (laughs) this is so great so bottom line we need to get fox news into courtrooms whenever possible They have to do when they go to courts, they have to deal with, you know, legal court stuff like discovery of evidence. And their news team has no idea how that works. I lost it. They they have no idea what I just said, except, you know, maybe Tucker Carlson, their beacon of journalistic integrity. Maybe (laughs) he knows what I meant, but they have no idea. And they might lose two point seven billion dollars. So I'm just I'm really happy. I would like I'm really happy about this whole thing. For my America. (laughs) All right. Well, on the rare happy moment, we're going to take a quick break for a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. 
Hey, podcast listener. If you've been listening to this show a while, you know that usually we like to do our ads as fun little skits, songs, or, you know, bizarre hellscapes that arise from my subconscious. And we do that mostly because podcast copy absolutely stinks. I mean, coupon Craig level stinks. But we actually got some copy from BetterHelp this week that I really liked, so I thought I would just read it to you. Relationships take work. A lot of us will drop anything to help someone we care about. We'll go out of our way to treat other people well. But how often do we give ourselves the same treatment? And I don't know if that applies to you listening to this podcast, but boy, howdy does it apply to me, especially when it comes to mental health. Now, I have a therapist who I actually really like, who I've been seeing for a while, but maybe you don't have a therapist yet. And that's why there's BetterHelp. BetterHelp is online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist, so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, they have financial aid available, and you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Give it a try and see why over 2 million people have used BetterHelp online therapy. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and our listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com slash Skeptocrat. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash Skeptocrat. Because, and take it from me, because I know, you can't really take care of other people if you're not okay. And we're back. Next up in headlines, in Judge Not News, we have yet another piece of legal good news. Huh. Yeah, look at us. Sunny days here at the Skeptocrat. A judge in Texas has blocked the state from enforcing governor and guy I really want to tip over super bad, Greg Abbott's, order to investigate gender-affirming care of minors as child abuse. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, yes, that's good news in, in some sense. But also, we needed a judge to block the policy of investigating yeah. gender-affirming no. care as child abuse. Ne that had to happen. Negative and something Nancy. horrible had to happen before this right, yeah, could happen and be good news. Not lose track of that exact same sentence but in a different tone right exactly. negative <laughs> nancy's both of you now if you've been a person on the internet the last couple of weeks you've heard of this thing greg abbott and his igor essentially declared trans person fugitive slave laws by fiat and of course because the republican party are a bunch of bigot middle schoolers a bunch of other states then wrote laws that followed what we didn't see at the time, except, if I may toot our own horn, from us over on the fucking scathing atheist, was the incredibly important detail that none of these orders stand a snowflake's chance of hell in a courtroom. Not in Texas, not in front of Trump-appointed judges, not in front of this Supreme Court. None. Nada. Zip. Zabity. None. Yeah, but I, like, again, I, I don't know that that matters much. There was never any intent to get this shit into a courtroom. This was all to make Greg Abbott look bigoted enough to pass Republican muster before his primary. Exactly. And this, is, I, this is a strategy. Yeah. Yes, it was. And, and I want to be clear. I'm not saying there's no danger here, right? As Ethan Noah pointed out when they were being negative Nancys, the fact that elected politicians want this to happen and weren't, you know, instantly tarred and feathered by their office staff is terrifying, <laughs> but it's also actionable, right? Abbott needs to be removed from power as quickly as possible, but that's very different than, hey, this order is being enacted and they're coming for your children, which merits a very different reaction. Yeah, this was just Greg Abbott walking out of his office and yelling, I declare moral bankruptcy, like Michael Scott, but Who's... like extreme, that's nothing. That is nothing. That's not how laws work. Even in Texas, that's not how yeah, laws not, work. Not anymore, no. anyway, yeah. yeah. And, and <laughs> I, I do want to hedge my bets here. I want to be clear about this. 
I could be wrong about this. I've been wrong about fun stuff on this show, like Tesla stock and whether that flu in China was going to be a big deal. Yeah, we all got that one wrong. Exactly. And so if I am, and you are a trans person or the parent of a trans kid, and that day comes, and I'm sure I will not be the only person to say this, when that law becomes legally enforceable, I have a guest room and I make a hell of a meatloaf. He has a guest room. I can verify that anyway. Okay, but the, the mask thing was a hoax, though. We can all agree the <laughs> yes, masks were a hoax. finally. And in critical erase theory news, I'll set, round off our opening trio of reality forced to deal with the implications of right-wing alternate fact bullshit headlines with a story out of Virginia. As you'll recall, their recently elected Republican Governor Glenn Youngkin basically built his entire campaign around a promise to remove critical race theory from the state's schools, which is kind of like promising to protect voters from werewolves. Did it. Yeah, but 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 here's the thing. He won, and then he had to do some visible thing about the imaginary problem that he promised to solve. So he creates his werewolf hunting squad in the form of a tip line that parents could call if they thought that their kids were being taught, you know, black stuff in school. That's, and, that's and, and so that he could show his constituency that he took their imaginary problem seriously, he had a group tasked with investigating all the reported teachers just to make sure they weren't turning into wolves under the full moon. And last <laughs> week, that led to all 133 of Virginia's public school division superintendents joining to tell him to knock it the fuck off. <laughs> they had to be like, no, Glenn, we understand that you brought a Clifford the Big Red Dog costume that you dyed brown and you'd like to take some pictures with us. Our <laughs> answer is no to that we're saying no, no. you're saying no. okay okay but i'm at your front door is what i'm i'm i need help i didn't go before i bundled up and you just <laughs> i need to it's the zips on the back so <laughs> i have to poo so yeah this fuck off came in the form of a letter sent to the state superintendent of schools jillian Palo, on thursday and though the letter points out a number of ways in which the administration's efforts are misguided the foremost point it makes is the the entire premise is bullshit quote Division superintendents disagree with your assumption that discriminatory and divisive concepts have become widespread in Virginia school divisions, end quote. In other words, there are no fucking werewolves to find. <laughs> We're in Virginia, my guy. Our last guy had photos of himself in blackface resurface during his term in office, and he was the Democrat. Yes. <laughs> I now I should probably point out, too, that this tip line is not the only move that Youngkin's administration made to rein in the imaginary problem of K through 12 critical race theory classes. The, the, the letter also faults Ballow and her boss for canceling a racial equity program that was being used in public schools and labeling it divisive, quote, without having involved educators in formulating that position or without having provided evidence to support that position, end quote. So, like, they just looked at everything in the curriculum, hunting for the words race, racial, or equality, and then when they found them, they declared that that was the devil and they canceled it. Now, the letter also took issue with an interim report Ballow put out that confirmed that she found evidence, which she failed to cite, by the way, of critical race theory in training and other resources in the Virginia education system. Okay. We couldn't find any werewolves, so we did kill all the seeing eye dogs. You're welcome, yes! people yes! of Virginia. <laughs> That's perfect. We can kill blind people too. Is that like the root of the problem? Yeah. Do you God, should yes. I kill? I got ready. No. So oh, you're, you're saying no. I see you said you're not no. Okay. Okay. Now, to be clear, what Ballo found wasn't imaginary. 
So th- while there is no critical race theory in schools, that is code for a real thing in these people's minds. And often we make the mistake of thinking that it's limited to stuff like history teachers pointing out that the guy who wrote All Men Are Created Equal owns slaves, right? That is part of it. Uh, but part of it is also the larger conservative effort to defund public schools altogether. Youngkin is using his crusade against critical werewolf theory to shut down programs aimed at helping underserved communities achieve better educational outcomes. The, the report that elicited this letter in the first place was mostly about shutting down programs that Ballas said were trying to ensure equality of outcomes as opposed to equality of opportunities. And now, and those are code words they constantly use for this bullshit of like all kids should take the same test, and we should make no provisions for the fact that some of them don't have a fucking tutor, a computer, or breakfast. Okay, kids, we do actually want to make this fair. So if you didn't have a dad, raise your hand, and I'm going to come around and give you a hug slash tell you to knock it dead. Keep them up, people. <laughs> Keep them up. Fairness. I, I, I should- I should also <laughs> emphasize here that the 133 division superintendents that signed on to this thing, not like they were all from the same political party. No, in Virginia? In Virginia. Yeah. <laughs> a, but but I guess when you're being offered up on the sacrificial altar, the partisanship just melts away for a moment. And we're seeing this more and more. From this shit in Virginia to the don't say gay bill in Florida, conservatives are increasingly putting public school teachers in the crosshairs. And as if that's not bad enough by itself, that also means that all the collateral damage is bound to be students and their education. Um, and that's a that's a strategy for the Republican Party, though. You don't want educated students. Uh, that's yeah. not going to go well. Right. Right. And speaking of collateral damage, we're going to pause for a quick word from our other sponsor this week. Policy Genius. Oh, finally, I made it. Hello there. Oh, nice. Are you the sage of the mountain? That is I. Oh, fantastic. Sage of the Mountain. How can I save money on my home and car insurance? Because there's so many companies out there and and none of their ads are about car insurance anymore. Like one of them is just a guy hanging out with an emu now. And and I don't really know why that has anything you to do with car need insurance. Or... Policy genius. Oh, policy genius. Which mountain is he on? If it is smaller than this one, I'm no, going to no, lose No, no, no. Policy Genius can easily help you find home and auto coverage similar to what you have, but at a lower price. And how's that work? Ooh, is it a vision quest? Because I do love drugs. No drugs required. Just click the link in the description or head to policygenius.com and answer a few questions. Policy Genius will show you estimates for policies that fit your search and help you understand your options. The Policy Genius team can look for ways to save you more money. And if they find a better rate than what you're paying now, they'll switch you over for free. Customers who bundled their home and auto policies with Policy Genius saved an average of $1,250 per year over what they were paying. The Policy Genius team works for you, not the insurance companies you can trust them to offer unbiased help and advocate for you at every step until you're covered wow that that sounds so easy it is just head to policygenius.com to get your free home and auto insurance quotes and see how much you could save all right thanks so what are you doing on this mountain anyways i'm i'm a shy pooper oh got it oh watch your step nope i will do will do And we're back. Next up in headlines, I was curious about the new Fresh Prince reboot the other day. So I started typing that into my search bar. But I guess the algorithm knows I'm usually looking for Skeptocrat headlines that time of the week. So it must have auto-completed to 
what fresh new hell is in the headlines right now? And I just hit search. And the answer is giant spiders expected to drop from sky across the East Coast this spring. That's <laughs> the exact words from a headline. Oh, it's so weird for a headline to monger so much fear unless, <gasps> wait a minute. <laughs> Okay, this headline might as well be, Heath, it's time for you to ask a girl to the prom while you sing and dance naked and improvise a fucking eulogy for your dead dad right now on the spot. Nightmare. Okay, that's the Absolute next Hello Fresh ad written, by the way. Yeah. Just, there I, we go. Got it. It just It's in the can. So <sighs> apparently there's an invasive species of spider called the Joro, originally from Japan, and they found their way to the breeding ground for... You know, fresh new hells called Georgia yep. here in the United States. And now we have population of millions that's going to fan out across the entire eastern seaboard. Will they be walking on the ground like spiders do? No, they'll be flying. <laughs> they, they make a web that doubles as a flying balloon and a parachute. Flying spiders. I'm not making this up. Okay. It's real. Awesome. They fly. Okay, Heath. But maybe they suck, like the parachute G.I. Joes did, and they'll all just get lost in the storm <laughs> Yeah, there you go. <laughs> we can hope, but I don't think so. So at this point, you might be thinking, Heath, you're screaming a lot. Just relax. It's just a spider. They're probably just, you know, a single muted matte color that's not terrifying. Wrong! Wrong! They're bright yellow stripy with black, blue, and red. It's but terrifying. You're, you're trying it to make terrifying. Mario's color scheme sound scary Yeah, I'm now, not Heath. with you with the if color. If Mario had eight legs and flew on a fucking parachute at me in, sure in the millions. I'm sure a game where he does Absolutely. That. Just puts his hat on its head. I don't like Italian people. And oh, now you're probably Christ. thinking we're allowed to say mean stuff about Italian people. We've tested no, you're this right. before. You're that's, right. that's, are, that's, yeah. like the, that's like a free one. Yep. Irish people and Italian people. We're allowed to. So at this point, you're thinking, Heath, what the fuck are you talking about? Mm -hmm. You need what are you I was saying? Thinking that. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> this Heath, isn't in the script that? at all. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, back to the spiders, you're probably thinking, okay, but it's not like those spiders are named after Jorogumo, a shape-shifting demon <laughs> that can switch between a human lady and a spider before killing its prey. Wrong again. That's exactly what they're named after. All right, so podcast listener, Heath has pasted said spider demon lady into our notes. Terrifying. Okay. All right, if you're going to paste my porn into the notes, then I'm going to do yours. Okay. Uh, okay. And now Eli has pasted a picture oh. of Elizabeth Warren nice. in our notes. Fellas, do you mind getting back to our audio medium yeah, here? He started it. Just let me save the picture. Let okay. me save right, it. Fine. Fine. Jesus. Save as? Got it. Okay. And now you're probably thinking, uh, okay, but they're just tiny little spiders, right? It's not a big deal. False! You're wrong about everything. Everything you think <laughs> is wrong. They're the size of a child's hand. That's giant spiders. And they fly. Did I mention they fucking fly? They don't. They're flying giant spiders. Imagine an army of disembodied baby hands parachuting down from the sky that at would you, be adorable. but with eight legs, and they're fast. And if they touch you for five seconds, you can die. So no. imagine, okay, all right, the, the, the five second thing might not be real, but I've never tested that because I'm not crazy. According to the nerds, though, I will say, okay, I'm, I'm coming down. I'm coming down. According to the nerds, the Joro is venomous and has fangs, but they're not big enough to bite through human skin. That being said, they fucking fly. Did I mention they that? Do they fly? They fly. Slowly. They could easily land on your eyeball and probably they bite their fangs right into that. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I 
podcast listener, I know we got spider weirdos in our audience. There's no chance that we don't. If you bring a tarantula, your weird tarantula don't, to this the is all cut. live this show. This is all cut. This is all cut. <laughs> keep, keep talking. Whatever Drop you want. Drop it That's great. from the wings on Heath. And you're a member of our podcast. <laughs> Give it a little hang glider. Like exactly. A, like Thank link. you. Yeah. And in Do You Hear the People Sing News? If you have <laughs> shitty Trump supporting relatives, then you're well aware of the People's Convoy. Do you gear the People Sing? <laughs> oh, that's so much better. <laughs> Damn it. Fuck you. <laughs> The People's Convoy, a 30-mile-long protest-slash-white supremacy gathering that recently got kicked the fuck out of Canada, and then spent the last few weeks promising to be just as annoying down here in the United States. Well, it appears this week that they met their match, because you know who else is a dangerous psychopath using their car without care or regard for the safety and sanity of other human beings? Every single person in D.C. traffic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, if any city is acclimated to being paralyzed by gridlock, guys, you're not doing anything they haven't seen. <laughs> no. Right. So to clarify, the truckers convoy was a protest that turned into a white supremacy rally. The people's convoy appears to be a, a white supremacy rally that turned into a protest. Yeah, actually, yeah, same, yeah. Same, same diff at the end of the day. Yeah. And their plan was to be a, quote, huge pain to drivers on the 64-mile beltway by circling it twice, going only 40 miles an hour. <laughs> it's so stupid. <laughs> e except DC traffic, and this is real, I'm not making this up, except DC traffic is literally selected to be the worst possible human beings in the world so the convoy got separated by the fucking road warriors and select truckers bailed after just one lap it's already full of trucks and going way less than 40 miles an hour lots of the time yeah. that's not you didn't accomplish anything oh we're, we're gonna get on the new york subway and masturbate and lock eyes with you. Nope, no, nope. yeah. already happening. Yeah. You didn't accomplish anything. That's <laughs> happening to me already. They're gathering at the hotel the next day. Like, All right, guys, new plan. We're going to interrupt pedestrian traffic by standing still in the middle of the sidewalk, trying to frame a picture of the Capitol Dome or checking our <laughs> maps at length at the top of subway stairs. They'll never expect that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Are you unfolding a paper map? What the hell <laughs> is happening in your You're, life? That's valuable. <laughs> and... While the convoy's nebulous demands haven't been met because they don't exist, nope. they have gotten a lot of middle fingers, which is why one of the leaders of the convoy suggested on Thursday that members of the convoy should call 911 on anyone who <laughs> yes! puts them off, saying, quote, remember, if you got a bad actor, you got somebody acting dumb, uh, hashtag 7-7 with the mile marker and report what? the vehicle, end quote. And then a trucker in the crowd added, if they don't take care of it, then we'll just flood 911. <laughs> and uh, by the way, when reached for comment, a Maryland state official confirmed that 911 is uh, still just for emergencies. Oh. And getting flipped off was yeah, sure. not, in fact, an emergency. <laughs> huh. Hello, 911. There's a guy with three giant turtle shells just circling around his Prius. <laughs> I feel like he's menacing me. How is that? How <laughs> Okay, now he's power sliding around me. He's giving me a desk. You're gone. They hung up. Okay. <laughs> One last thing about this story, and I'm just, it's everything about it is so fucking funny, but I'm going to quote directly from the Daily Beast here. Quote, 
The American people are done with government overreach. A convoy participant in the passenger seat of a white SUV told the Daily Beast while traveling on the Beltway. Asked if anything was being accomplished by driving in circles, the car took off and <laughs> Fuck you! Smoke bomb. And finally tonight, in funny way of Putin at news. Uh, Republic- <laughs> Thank you. Republican Representative Madison Cawthorn is an incredibly stupid Russian asset who's probably too dumb to know that I'm right about what I just said. <laughs> now, obviously he hasn't earned the title of the dumbest Russian asset in American politics, but he's pretty fucking stupid. He's close. And we were reminded of that yet again this week when he parroted Russian propaganda at a recent town hall event in North Carolina, dubbing Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky a thug and saying that his government is, quote, incredibly corrupt and is incredibly evil, end quote. And, and just in case that wasn't enough to enrage his audience, he added, quote, and it has been pushing woke ideologies. And <laughs> Seriously? He's a fascist dictator who murders his own citizens. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> and he likes black people. Pitchforks and torches. By the way, you know who had a great summer house? Adolf Hitler. Yeah, That's right. it turns I'm out. A, I'm a U.S. congressman. Jesus, That's real. I've been there. I'm a big enthusiast. So yeah, fuck this latest fuck up by their sad little effort to have the Republican version of AOC was first reported in that notoriously left-leaning rag, the Wall Street fucking journal, <laughs> by long-term liberal crusader Carl fucking Rove, sure. who described <laughs> Cawthorn's comments as, quote, echoing Mr. Trump's isolationism and Kremlin apologetics, end quote. Because this is a social justice warrior, that Carl fucking Rove. Right? I've always said about him. Yeah. Because holy shit, were Republicans in a hurry to distance themselves from this nonsense? Like not, you know, when Trump said essentially the same thing. But 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 there's nobody easier to throw under a bus than a paraplegic. So they were lining <laughs> up to get their denunciations in quick while some non-Trump person was saying it. Uh, this included legendary Trump sycophants like Lindsey Graham, who took time off from tongue bathing the Donald's perineum to label Cawthorn an outlier, along with... All the other Republicans and lawmakers that are saying the same shit, they're all a bunch of outliers. Yeah, no, I get it. <laughs> Meanwhile, over here in the Democrats, Joe Manchin's like, I'd like nothing to ever happen and to get creamed in the midterms. And we're like, there's nothing we can do about this. We tried all the words, you guys, all of them. What else? Okay. I'm not clear on what point you just made, but I'm confident in saying it lacked nuance, that, yeah. whatever that was. <laughs> sure. I'm saying Joe Manchin and the next guy will be better behaved. Right. Yeah, no. And we're back. Probably over. <laughs> I'd probably be a Republican, though. So, yeah. Of course, that's not the only trouble Madison Cawthorn managed to get himself into this week. He also apparently got charged with driving on a revoked license and not for the first time. Um, now, very obviously, Madison Cawthorn and cars don't get along great. He was partially paralyzed when he was riding with a friend who fell asleep at the wheel while Madison had his feet up on the fucking dashboard. I mean, it's, I, I don't really blame the guy, but that's a dumb place for feet, to be clear. Never do that. Uh, I'd like to blame him. Okay. Yeah. Two votes. <laughs> Cars are also at the center of his sexual assault MO, apparently. Uh, most of his accusers say the assaults happened after he offered to take them for a drive, then parked out in the middle of nowhere and tried to force himself on them. And while privacy laws keep us from knowing exactly why his license was revoked in the first place, we do know that he's been ticketed for speeding at least three times in the last six fucking months. So, you know, we've at least got a clue. Yeah, sure. Nothing like the feeling of the wind in your Hitler salute with the top down. <laughs> I mean, come on. No, because the wind gets under it. And you can yeah, you do that little sailing yeah, right, yeah, thing. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. 
I guess you could say he's on the uh, highway to Heil. <laughs> highway to Heil? There you go. Anyway. ACDC? The point is that if his full-throated endorsement of Russian propaganda isn't enough to cost him his primary, he's super likely to kill himself with reckless driving before he can be reelected. Either way, the folks who dubbed him the future of the Republican Party are starting to sound premature. I don't know, Noah. Dying of your own stupidity is practically the platform at this point. Oh, it is. Actually, in the COVID era. So, yeah, okay. All right. All right. Fair. Oh, I hope he dies. And on that (laughs) note, we're going to close out. Oh, but you can do it. You can hope anybody dies. You're allowed to hope somebody dies. That's legal. That's legally protected hoping. Thank you. That's constitutional. (laughs) The Founding Fathers wanted me to hope people died sometimes. I would like to hope that. It's my turn. It's my turn. I hope someone... (laughs) and we're back and we're gonna close it out rude rude lied to me thanks for trading (laughs) thanks to no illusions thanks to eli bosnick thanks to the bleep button and thanks to all the listeners who like us on facebook follow us on twitter and send us feedback on the other various internets please keep doing that please keep listening and please keep telling your friends and if you find the naive stupidity of our giving away a free show business model to be oddly charming please feel free to send us gifts of money at our donation page at patreon.com slash skeptocrat just like Carl Newbert, Sarah D, Steve Kuno, support your local library, Danielle and Anna Sawyer, David A. Vance, Vance Refrigeration, that one guy with the face that looks familiar but whose name you can't quite recall, Joe Paolo, James L. Battaglia, person number 42, Adam Martin, Graham Carlin, Shane Fiestad, Shane Just Shane, James Relas, Michelle Ordway, Eric Farrar. Actual Malice is a high bar, but Alex is playing Limbo. James Douglas, Soft Whisper. Lena Malik, Joshua Koblenz, New Year, new Patreon name, same great karaoke legend. And Originalism is Hearsay and Textualism is Malicious Compliance. We couldn't love you any better. We love you just the way you are. Everybody on that list. Billy Joel. Fun fact, that song, that song was uh, recorded and he was not going to put it on the album. And then Linda Ronstadt, who was in the studio, was like, dude, you got to put that on the album. And he put it on the album. So that's a fun fact for everybody. Billy Joel fact for you. And whether or not you're feeling financially benevolent like those fine people, if you enjoyed our brand of whimsy and you'd like to hear more dick jokes free of charge, check out our brother and sister shows, The Skating Atheist, God Awful Movies, D&D Minus, and Citation Needed. Available on Apple Music, Stitcher, all those other podcast apps, or the deep web. We just have one last thing. Let's compliment that penis. Special thanks to Ryan Slonick of Evil Giraffes on Mars. He's the creator of the virtuosic musical stylings you heard today, which were used with permission. You should definitely check him out using the links we'll provide, or by Googling the only band called Evil Giraffes on Mars. Until next time, catchphrase sign-off. It's Monday. Nope. <clears throat> nope. No, no, no. That was terrible. That was terrible. You can just tell me if it's terrible. I mean, I don't want, I never want to say it's terrible. I, I never want to just stop and just go, you want to record that again? I mean, sometimes yeah. I do want to do that, but like, it's just, yeah. Feels, yeah. Feels really, like, we, can, we can all, we can all just be honest about it. You know, my failures. That's fine. Okay. I, yeah. I mean, I don't think I've ever had to retake the, it's March 14th, like the date part. I don't know if I've. No, you have not. 
Monday's really hard to say. No, you're right. Uh, it you, is. You you have the like, hard. You don't have. You don't have my line. You right. want to go no, Monday. Right. Yeah. You feel no. the Monday. I, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Here we go. It's Monday. It's Awful. March fourteenth. Ah, did I say it Monday or Monday? No, I felt did, like I said Monday on that one. Did I, I, I say Monday? I did March, and and I, so I was going to try to help you out. Like you could have said the word of the day okay. is pie, which means yeah, you know, it's like tripping and then dancing, as if you meant to dance. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate right, you exactly. were dancing next to the person then who did that. Yeah, yeah, I exactly, do appreciate exactly. that. But so you're saying I said Monday, not you Monday. Said Monday. Okay, I hear it. I yep. hear it now. Okay, so just say a regular. I got it. Just I got regular. it. I got it. Just regular. We're doing day. honest feedback on the today's day. show, so don't worry yep. about it. Okay, perfect. <laughs> it's meow. Nope. Okay. Don't mm. There's the third beat. No, I got it. Your job is to not do a it. fourth beat. I won't. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's Monday. That was nothing. That, that was, was, no, that was, that was four, not that was the introduction fourth, to our show. That was a fourth okay. beat, man. Come on. <laughs> Rule of fives. Here Rule of fives. You know what they say. It's Monday. Oh, that was fucking terrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're still rolling. That was beautiful. I think we all know that was fucking we all know beautiful. It was great. <laughs> Sorry. It was gorgeous. And by the way, that's getting pasted in, so you can say it's March 14th okay. whenever, because that was like the best it's Monday I've ever <laughs> Yeah, done. you say I'm not going to put the pressure back. I, I get you. The preceding podcast is a production of Puzzle and a Thunderstorm, LLC. Copyright 2022. All rights reserved.